Hey guys, before we begin our next episode, a quick word from our sponsors. If you haven't heard about Anchor, Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's free. I know that's got you already free. And there's creation tools within it that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your computer. You don't got a computer? Hey, you could do it right from your phone. That's right. Create a podcast with just your phone. Anchor will distribute the podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more anywhere. They do it all for you. Plus, not enough. You can make money off of creating your own free podcast with no minimum listenership. So what else do you want? Go download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Hey guys, what's up? It's your boy Frankie. I'm back with another episode of Before the Scrap fight nights tomorrow i'm uploading a bit late i just woke up from a nap of people uh, your boy frankie needs his beauty sleep but man we got really good fly weight fights man uh, the ladies fight should be uh, really good and we got my man kelvin gastelum on the card that fight is man i think kelvin's gonna give a really good performance but hey let's get into the predictions man let's get into it Alright, so I'll start off with the ladies. Ladies first, we got uh, Luana Carolina versus Ariane Lipsky. Uh, Luana is 27 years old, 5'7". She's 6'1". Uh, she has two TKOs and one submission to her name, and she's never been KO'd. And Ariane Lipsky, the violence queen, trained under Chris Cyborg. So you know where that comes from. She's 5'6", 67-inch uh, reach. And she's 26 years old. She's a Muay Thai-based fighter. She's 12 and 5. Has six KOs to her name and two submissions. And her, uh, she's been KO'd before. She's lost a via KO before. And she has defeats to Meatball Molly and Jojo Calderwood, which are really cautious and precise strikers. I think uh, Luana is. I think she's stronger than those two, but uh, I don't think she's a neater striker than either one of those two. She's on a six-fight win streak, though. Man, and she's got really good takedown defense, and she's got really good submissions, too, but she's coming off a really bad spinal injury. Uh, that's not anything, man. That's, that's no simple task. She's gonna... I don't know... I don't know how she's gonna come back, and I don't think she's faced uh, as good as competition as Ariana Lipsky has. I think Ariana Lipsky does get a bit reckless in the striking, but um, I think I think she does manage to KO her. I'm going to dare say round three, round three KO, but surely I think Ariana Lipsky takes the W on this one. Up next, we got a flyweight fight. This one's going to be a good one. Uh, Alexander Pantoja versus Askar Askarov. Alexander Pantoja is 30 years old, uh, 5'5", 67-inch reach. Uh, he's 22-4. and four. He's known as the Cannibal. Isn't that scary, dude? Wow. Uh, he 
has very good uh, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, very good BJJ. I think he's the better submission specialist and has really good submission defense. I think his striking is uh, his striking, excuse me, is a bit reckless though. I think he overcommits a lot in really meaningless one-twos and and uh, straight strikes. He's never been KO'd though and has 8 KOs and 8 subs to his name. So he's finishing about most of his fights and he's got power. This guy did lose to Figueredo, a guy who can just walk through punches and get in the pocket and knock you out or ground and pound you though. Uh, Askar Askro precisely is a really good wrestler. So that's going to mean trouble for Pantoja. He's 27 years old, he's 5'6", has a 67 inch reach. So they're the same uh, they have the same reach uh, this guy is nicknamed the uh, bullet and as i was saying he's a really good sambo fighter he's the better wrestler obviously i think he's going to be overpowering in the clinch and he's got some mean ground and pound on the feet i think he has better footwork than him uh than pantoja honestly too and he could switch stances a lot. I think that's going to be tricky for Pantoja. He has only three KOs to his name though, but seven subs. That's what I'm saying. He's got really good ground game and only has uh, one draw. This guy is undefeated so far. Uh, how I see this one going, like I said, I think Pantoja does get reckless and overcommits to meaningless strikes. And I think that's where uh, Askar, Askarov, Sambo is going to kick in. He's going to trip him or get him on the ground. And it's going to be even on the ground because Pantoja's BJJ is just so good. But I think Askar is strong enough to settle, uh, posture up, and start tearing him up with that ground and pound maybe even getting the back for a rear naked choke as we've seen him do before but like i said pantoja has good bjj defense but that's how i see it i think he's just going to beat him slightly in every aspect so i think askar askarov takes the w on this one This next one is this one's pretty cool. I've been waiting for Mark uh, Diakaze versus Rafael Fisiev. Uh, I wanted Mark to come back a while ago. Uh, this guy's pretty exciting to watch. Uh, he's 27 years old, known as the Bone Crusher. Man, what's up with these scary nicknames today? Uh, he's five foot ten, uh, 75 inch reach advantage, and you know this guy is an awesome stand-up fighter. Uh, he has a really strong kickbox, Muay Thai type base. And he's also a purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. He's currently 17 and 3. Uh, this guy lost his first three fights. But it was able to rack up then W's after that. He has six KOs to his name and one submission. So he's not finishing much of his fights. Uh, uh, he's getting a lot of decision wins. He's been submitted once. And his last fight was back in September. But he did uh, manage to gain a two-fight win streak. And... Rafael Fisiev, he's 27 years old, he's 5'8", uh, 71.5 reach, so Bone Crusher is going to have a really comfortable reach advantage. This guy has also a strong Muay Thai based fighting style, he's 7-1 with 5 KOs and 1 submission to his name, so he's finishing like more than 90% of his fights. He was KO'd though, uh, if you remember he received this wicked spinning back kick to the head and then got finished off by punches by Magomed Mustafaev and but this guy has really nice knees man he's killed people uh, kneeing and kicking to the body 
uh, we've seen a few flying knees out of this guy. This guy is really unpredictable with the knees. But I think uh, Mark uh, Diakese is just better rounded in every aspect. And I think it wasn't that long of a layoff. I mean, it was a year. He was doing good before it. And I don't know. Sometimes layoff actually, layoffs, excuse me, actually do good. I do think Mark is going to come back with a statement. I do think he's a better striker and he's quicker than Rafael. So I'm going to go with my man Mark Diakese for the W on this one as well. I think he gets a decision win. for the co-main Jack Hermanson versus Kelvin Gastelum I'm a sucker for Kelvin man if you haven't noticed I love that guy uh, Jack is 32 years old he's coming in at 6 foot 177.5 inch uh, reach he's 20 and 5 has 11 KOs to his name and 5 submissions so he's finishing most of his fights he has been knocked out twice and has been submitted twice as well but, I mean, Jacare Souza was unable to submit him, and that guy's a submission beast. Uh, he's coming off a loss to Jared Cannonier, a really powerful striker, but in my opinion, not as neat and much slower than Kelvin Gastelum. And let's see, Kelvin is 28 years old. He's got the youth advantage. He's 5'9", so there's not much of a height advantage, even though Kelvin is a really short uh, middleweight. He has a 71.5 reach. So, man, Jack Hermanson is going to have a really comfortable reach advantage. Uh, Kelvin has a really neat boxing, uh, really nice wrestling, and he's got some 10 planted jujitsu belts to his name. That's a really tricky jujitsu style. Look into it, my man Eddie Bravo. But I think he's a much neater striker. I think Jack Hermanson is seen dropping his backhand a lot and he was able to beat opponents because they would meet him in the pocket and he has such a long reach but i think kelvin's just too neat for him and i think him being the shorter smaller fighter with less reach is actually going to benefit because uh kelvin uh, oh and the fact he's a southpaw southpaws are always tricky uh, to fight uh, kelvin just pops in and then comes out pops in and then comes out and he eventually lands a really mean, sneaky, lightning fast, straight left or overhand left. And I think uh, Jack is just not going to have the speed or technical skill to block that left hand. Uh, Kelvin has never been KO'd. You saw the war he had with Izzy. I think he could have won that fight if he concentrated more on letting his hands go when he had Izzy hurt instead of going for takedowns. Uh, he has been submitted once, and he's coming off a loss, a split decision loss to Darren Till. It was a good fight, but it was obviously a win for, for Till. I think Kelvin Gastelum has a lot of bigger names under his record, too. And I think fighting in the pocket is what's going to benefit him. I think he has a significantly noticeable striking advantage. And he can take him down if he ever gets hurt or finds it too tricky to stay on the feet with him 
and like I said, Jack is really sloppy putting that backhand down. And I think Kevin is going to catch him with a mean left hand. I'm going for a straight left hand and a TKO finish on the ground by my man Kelvin Gastelum in the third. In the main event of the evening, we got flyweight bout vacant titles, uh, title fight. Davison Figueredo versus Joseph Jiu-Jitsu Benavides. Uh, Davison Figueredo, <laughs> I heard the weasel uh, on YouTube call him a mini Yoel Romero. <laughs> That's so funny, but it's true. This guy's so powerful and so big for his division. He's the same size or even bigger as most Bantamweights. Even though Jiu-Jitsu, uh, Joseph Benavides has fought at Bantamweight, I believe, before. Uh, he can make that way too and there's not much of a height difference but you can see it in the way they're built that davison is just so much bigger and powerful and probably walks at around 160 150 man uh now figueredo is 32 years old he's five foot five has a 68 reach uh, uh inch reach excuse me he's 18 and one has nine ko's to his name and six submissions so he's finishing almost every fight uh, he's never been ko'd man does this guy have a chin right and he did beat Benavides in their first fight. And Benavides threw everything and the kitchen sink and his mama at him. And he just walked through everything. Like I said, I think this guy's just too big. Joseph Benavides is five foot four. He's 35 years old, uh, 65 inch reach. So uh, Figueredo's going to have a three inch reach advantage. Uh, Joe has a really strong Muay Thai influence, influence uh, fight style. He's 28 and six. Uh, he has eight KOs to his name. He has nine submissions to his name, but he's been knocked out twice. I think he is the busier fighter and a lot more technical and has a lot of striking variety, but I dare to say that he's getting old. I think he has seen better days and he's already talking about retirement. And you know what Dana said, if you're thinking about retirement, then it's probably a good time to retire. I know the headbutt did have a lot to do in the fight, but in all defense to Figueredo, Joseph Benavides was the one that headbutt him. I think if he wants to win this fight, he has to make it a point fight, has to keep the diff the distance, uh, implement those kicks, stay on the outside. But that's the thing with Mini Yoel Romero here, Figueredo, that he's just so strong and so big. I think he's gonna walk through everything eat all the punches he has to to get in the pocket and just beat Benavides up throw him to the ground and finish him I wonder if he makes weight I mean he made a great effort to make weight last time he almost got there uh, and if he makes weight I mean how much did he miss weight by maybe two pounds three pounds and he didn't look unhealthy he looked really good and three what's three more pounds right what's pissing two more times before I weigh in if you can so I think he looked good and like I said I think he's just gonna walk through everything he's gonna catch the kitchen sink when Benavides throws it and bang him on the head with it so I think my man Mini Yuel Romero Davison Figueredo is gonna take the W by I dare say knockout in the third I think uh, Benavides has to manage to tire him out uh, tickling that belly, tickling that tummy, 
kicking him in the legs, make him slow down, uh, get some early respect from him so he doesn't just rush him and overpowers him like last time. But I think it's hard for Joseph, man. I think Figueiredo is going to get crowned tonight. So, yeah, I think Davison takes it. Alright guys, so those are my picks. We're doing great with the predictions. We only got one mistake uh, in the last two cards, and that was the Usman-Masvidal fight. I mean, I, I knew deep down Usman was going to take it, but my heart was with the boy, Masvidal. Man. I hope we get a rematch soon. I don't want a direct rematch, though. I want Masvidal to have a proper camp and probably get a few more fights. Um man like i said if you want to guide yourself by my decisions welcome uh, don't hold your board responsible for any loss of your pennies or your big monies but hey throw some at your boy <laughs> well that's pretty much it i'm really looking forward to it sorry for the really late upload i just woke up i had to take my beauty sleep but man i'm pretty confident in my picks and these fights which most people think they're uh these cards which most people think they're not as stacked end up being the best and we got some big names there man so tune in don't miss this fight card it's going to be awesome uh remember people subscribe to the instagram before the scrap podcast underscores between every word you know the drill we're at twitter too i started twitter uh check us out at before the scrap at twitter and listen to the podcast tell all your friends about it tell your grandma tell your mom tell your dad brother sister anyone. Peace out, brothers.